This is an FOU Studios podcast. Alright party members, welcome to GXP, the Geek Experience Podcast. It's time to level up today with your Geek XP. As always, I'm the host, Peter the Geek. With me today, I have hashtag KillJosh. Hello, and I have a song in my heart today. <laughs> yes, he does. And we have the suit man, Stephen Campbell. Well, hello. All right. Our guest in the room today is actually Stephen's Point alum, just like every single person in this room, apparently. Um, she has a BFA in musical theater from Stephen's Point. She's a published songwriter and is in the finals for You Think You Can Belt. Ladies and gentlemen, Abby Emmer. Hey, hey, hey. Yay. Welcome to the show, Abby. Thanks, guys. How are you doing today? Well, you know, I've been better. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, preach. So yeah, tell, yeah, let's talk about us for a while. No, uh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, tell us a little bit about yourself, Abby. Uh, well, I'm a New York-based singer, songwriter, actress. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you wonder if I do it, ask me. I probably do. Um, I bartend on the side. Uh, my newest project, though, right now is I'm working on getting some musical theater music off the ground, and I just had a song go live on my website. Ooh. So if you want a song to sing for an audition, a college audition, anything <laughs> like that, And I'm what website would that be? Yeah, what it's is my it? personal website. It's abbyimmer.com. All right, abbyimmer.com. Yeah. There will be some YouTube videos coming up. People will see it. Yeah. All Do you right. have like a, a YouTube page? Uh, like yeah, iTunes? Yeah. Just stuff if you like just that? search my name on YouTube, I don't have an iTunes account right now, just cool. because I don't have. So what I'm doing with the song is currently we're in the stage of getting people to sing it and getting it on YouTube, oh. um, to hopefully sell some things and have people enjoy themselves with it. Um, you're familiar, I think, uh, my song "My Cat and I." Yes. <laughs> yeah, we just got the finished copy, and everything is kind of good to go and that's, getting off the ground. That's awesome. That's yeah. Dear listener, you can find out how to spell Abby Immer in the description of today's podcast. Yes, <laughs> and in the title of today's podcast, and in the event I share on Facebook, and all that, all that good I'm stuff. I'm going to go ahead and give you a hint. Just think church German, and you'll be okay. Ah. Abby Immer. All right, well, I think uh, it's just about time for us to geek out! All right. Love it. <laughs> you guys Sorry. couldn't see her face, I'll be but it was priceless. The studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess um, I wanted to geek out with you today. Yeah. Because I geek out on a regular basis about most things. But That's good. the biggest thing I want to geek out about today is about how cool it is to sit down and like create things. Yes. Mm. It is so fun like when you have no idea what it's going to be and you just sit down and all of a sudden something happens and you're like did is that me mm-hmm. i feel like that's how children happen but that's literally like how <laughs> <art happens. laughs> i'm not I, I i can't speak to the children thing but you know i i i know what you mean though like when you when you sit down and like just specifically to create something it's amazing when, it you, is. when you come up with the final product or when you're like sitting on the subway and you're like have a song in your head mm-hmm. and yeah. you're like scribbling it on a piece of paper and they're like, yo, what you doing? And you're like, good question. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, 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 ju- I just love to, uh, just to backtrack, rewind this just for a second. Okay. I just love to point out, I'm pretty sure what you meant with what you said is like, that's how children do it. Like you sit down, no, and you don't know. It's, oh, that's how okay. children happen. You, oh, okay, you sit down, yeah. you don't really know it's going to happen. Then all of a sudden, boom! One day, there's a baby, and it's you're like, I created this thing, and 
Well, I feel like that's how hard it is. Now that I know you can make a baby just by sitting out knowing what's about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe there's some other things that happen in there too, but (laughs) semantics. So, uh, so apparently, your thought, the the process that you go into making music is literally just sit down and it pops out. Uh, well, not all the time. That's like best case scenario. I have to say, it doesn't always go that way. Sometimes Preach. I like have a deadline and I have a show tomorrow, and Preach. I'm like, oh, I started writing this really cool song. Well, I told a cool person about this cool song, and they're expecting the cool song to be ready to go, mm-hmm. and it's not. So you have to sit down and manufacture that, figure out what it's about. You have to mm-hmm. kind of do, at least what I do, anyways, is I tend to come up with more of a a system, I guess. Ooh, tell, like, tell us about your system. Oh yeah. boy, this is—it's not rocket science. I promise. Are you, you. willing to reveal <laughs> your secrets? Since I suck at magic, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's basically when I have to sit down and like tear apart a song. My first question I ask is like, "What's it about? Mm-hmm. What is this about? What do I want to do with this?" Whether it's pop song, musical theater, anything I'm writing, um, and then I have to think about like, what do I want somebody to take away? Uh, I tend to do too much work for my audience. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm working on as a writer right now, just because I'm always like, let me give you everything. And the audience is like, cool, you gave me everything. And I'm like, wait, that's not quite what I wanted you to get from that. Um, but I sit down to decide what it's about, figure out what I want them to get from it, what part of me, why I'm writing the damn song, because mm-hmm. there's always, a, hopefully, normally always a good reason behind it. I mean, even behind my cat and I, it was really complex, you guys. Hey, you love that fucking cat. I do love that fucking cat. <laughs> there's no, no, I mean, at least from me, I have two cats, so there's no no judgment from me that you wrote a song about your cat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it's like a joint about my cat and my sad life right. at points. It's not sad. I have a very great life. I'm very happy, but... I digress. I was going to say, um, you, so you mentioned like uh, telling someone that you had a song ready for them, like you had a deadline kind of. Do you get like yeah. uh, contracted to do these songs or are these like dead, like goals you set for yourself? Um, You know, a lot of them are goals I set for myself. But for example, like I have somebody singing my cat song and I need to have it ready for a show that they're doing. So it was like, oh, I have to have this on paper recorded in the studio, lead track ready to go so I can send this to this person in enough time for them to learn it for their show so I can put it on YouTube. So it's like... There's a lot of steps mm-hmm. that go into it. When it comes to like my singer-songwriter stuff, like my ukulele and things like that that aren't necessarily musical theater published, okay. um, I, those I tend to set deadlines for myself. Or if I'm working with somebody, like an accompanist, or say I want a bass guitar, or there's things I want in the song you have to allot for rehearsal times and mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. that show is. And you have to have an idea of when you're going to premiere that show because, yeah, it's cool to sit in your basement and write songs. <laughs> But like, <laughs> I mean, it is. Let's be let's be fair. It is very cool to sit in your basement and write. It songs. is very cool. I'll say that. Oh, but it's, it's even so cooler. <laughs> <laughs> but it's even cooler when you have a place to do them. You know, and, yeah. and that's how you keep yourself going. It's. I mean, you. I'm all for people who want to write for themselves. I think that's so incredible. And yeah. there's a special kind of artistry that goes with that, and that's stunning. Mm-hmm. But I. I don't know. I, I hope to make a career out of it someday, so I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Well, I mean, as a singer-songwriter, clearly you're already starting to make a career out of starting it. Starting so. to. Let's yeah. just get paid for it next time. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that money is the big thing. It's that important and critical step between <laughs> amateur and professional. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you had to like um, prescribe your, your style, your genre, mm. um, how would you describe it? Hmm. I would describe my genre. I think I have two. Okay. I think I write for the musical theater brain. Okay. Um, for something you could easily take into an audition room for like uh, any show, mostly contemporary. Okay. Um, and then I also have like my singer songwriter vein, which is like 
we get up and jam together and is it's a kind of a cross between like an Ingrid Michaelson meets Sarah Bareilles meets my favorite artist Gabriel Kahane. Oh, I even hesitate to say that because I love him so much. <laughs> yeah, and I have no idea who that is. What? Sorry. All right, okay. I'm, you're going to be educated. So okay. Gabriel Kahane is a Brooklyn-based artist. Um, I have not seen him live yet, but I he has a couple albums out. He also has a, show, a musical out, I believe, um, Book of Travelers, I think is what it's called. Um, but he has this amazing album called Where Are the Arms?, and another one that I'm a huge fan of is uh, The Ambassador. Um, and so he, he basically, he writes almost fully orchestrally. Um, mm-hmm. When you listen to him, you can clearly tell he has a very smart music brain and probably has a music degree or two, you know, yeah. <laughs> or four, who knows. Yeah, um, like but everything he writes is really unique. Um, it's not linear a lot of the times. Um, mm-hmm. Every song kind of has a different structure to it. And you're, he's really great at tricking your ear so you stay engaged the whole time without realizing it. Um, there's not a whole lot of repetitiveness that goes into his work. And it's both acoustic and zany. And I don't know, I just think he, across the board, he writes really interesting music and nothing you listen to of his is ever the same. Okay. And as an artist, that's something I really want to not fall into the trap of because, I don't know, I feel like... We only have so much time here, you know, (laughs) and like I'm not I don't want to get up and then go, oh, I know what kind of song she's going to have, you know, because I feel like it it, for me, it'd be so much more. I have so much more to tell and so Mm. many things to say. Yeah. And I don't want to say them all the same way because that's boring. Mm. Hey, no, that's yeah, that's very, very fair. But yeah, Gabriel Kahane, Brooklyn based artist. Check him out. He's great. So I um Something in the creative experience that uh, many creative types find is that they can find these sort of level up moments by taking inspiration from the people that they geek out about, so to say. So what would you say it is about, um, apart from just his composition style and everything that you just mentioned, if, if there was like something about the essence of Gabriel Kahane's work that you are finding particularly inspiring... Or like, what is what is the level up moment here? Like, what attracts you so much to Gabriel Kahane? Honestly, I think it's his, he has this really fantastic acoustic sound in one of my favorite songs of his called Winter Song. Um, I'm a big fan of like chiming bell sounds. I don't know if you, I'm, I'm obsessed with the ocean. And there was this <laughs> ringtone back in the day. Follow me here. It's not that. <laughs> there was this ringtone back in the day called By the Sea. Miracles. I think it was on like the razor. The razor. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like literally, I think I had that ringtone. Yeah, like, I used it. And yeah. I used to lay down in my bed as like middle schooler, high schooler. I don't even remember how old I was. Um, and listen to that ringtone over and over and over. Above listening to music, above listening to anything else, just that ringtone. And it's it's a really moving line. It's like ba da 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 ba da 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 da. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this really like chimey guitar-y sound. And I'm I'm fascinated in lines that move that way. And I think he's really great at coordinating the music and his voice to move in a way that's almost ocean-like and in a way that's almost, it's almost like you can see the air when you're listening to his music, especially Winter Song. It's just, I don't know. I, I, I love the imagery that comes along with listening to him. Awesome. So like the evocative imagery, does being able to invoke something grander than the sum of its parts. Well, I mean, isn't that kind of what a lot of music is about? You know, yeah. think yeah. about it. You can get a lot through dialogue, um, but it's 
there's something about music that elevates your emotional understanding and something it, it, music can do something that words can't always do and mm. add words and music together and you have a really interesting combo you know of 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 the your ability to affect change in somebody's mind that quickly you know wow yeah I don't know. Getting yeah. getting deep about music. No, I mean as we should. It's. I remember um, it was not that long ago that I heard the. the I guess it's a quote. Maybe somebody say like you you listen to music uh, when you're happy for the lyric or for for the melodies. You listen to music when you're sad for the lyrics. Yeah. Um. It, like because yeah, it, so often when you hear music, like you know, it's like yeah, this is a fun little beat, and then you hear what they're actually saying, and it's like oh shit, okay. <laughs> well, I think that happens all the time to me. I'm yeah. like, what a fun song this is. Like, oh, it's about a cocaine overdose. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I I don't know. I think that's why it exists though I mean yeah. think about why so many people can relate to the same song like for example one of my favorite songs in the entire world Sarah Bareilles' Gravity mm-hmm. mm. so many people can relate to that song and she wrote it so specifically about something in her life I'm sure mm-hmm. and everybody else everybody takes something different away because of the way you hear it the way you relate to the words your life experience who you are and I, I don't know. I think that's just incredible. I mean, yeah. that's why it exists. Why would it have been around for this long? Well, I mean, you know, like all art, you know, everybody looks at different paintings or pictures and gets something completely different out of it. It's 100%. It, it's one of the things that makes art so cool. The, the tiny little nuances that affect each person differently. And it, it's yeah. And like that, I think that's why I like acoustic instruments like uh, so much. Like I, I, I always end up listening to on Spotify. It's like uh, acoustic covers of, you know, popular songs just because it sounds so much cooler to me. Like, well, I think, too. And this is just a crazy theory of mine. I think everybody has kind of like an internal drum or like different instruments that you associate with like your sound mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense yeah. huh. you know like when I am like on the train and I'm like thinking about my life and I'm like man if I had a soundtrack for my life right now what would it be always a guitar always a cello always mm-hmm. some chimes marimba something like that <laughs> so like those are sounds I associate with like my movie soundtrack of my <laughs> life and I think we all kind of do that like there's yeah. different beats are a little more I don't know. We jive to a little more. Yeah. I just said the word jive. Be proud of me. Jive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Got a cool cat over here. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. Like, thinking about it, my soundtrack, it's always got an electric guitar, but always a cello as well. Those two, like, side by side. Mm. Man, me. you're so cool and sensitive. I'm so cool and sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> Power rock. <laughs> Power rock. <laughs> and the soul of cello. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, have you heard the two like two cellos, the band? Have you have you heard any of their music? Yeah. Oh my it's gosh. It's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. I love them to death. They create those fucking dancing melodies that go up and around each other mm. and then create these just amazing harmonies. Oh my god. Like their their version of Thunderstruck is one of my all-time favorite things to Oh yeah, that's to. fabulous. Oh my god, it's good. So yeah, I think that's that's what yeah, that's that's definitely my 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 life soundtrack is you know, rock rock cello and like sensitive electric guitar that's amazing <laughs> all right steven what's your what's your life soundtrack oh man um it probably there's definitely percussion in there i want to say it's like this is going to sound weird but bongos something like very kind of just primal and down there but then like on top of that i think there's there's some like hard-hitting piano keyboard um and then Maybe uh, maybe something a little atmospheric, probably like some electronic effects as well. 
that that just kind of floats above all of that. So it's it's very like ground up. There's it, a little disjointed. I don't know. I, I'd need to think about that a little more a little more thoroughly before I could give you a solid answer. But instinctually, that's what I want to say. I'm just like envisioning your album cover right now, and it's like <laughs> you floating in space. <laughs> well, it's funny because I've been remarathoning the office, and once you said like electronica atmospheric, the only thing I'd think of is Gabe's like soundscape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so now that's all I can think of. <laughs> that's amazing. So Josh. Okay, I figured it was coming to me Yes, next. of course. I definitely have an acoustic guitar. Uh, it's my favorite instrument. I love to play it. I love just how easily it fills up a uh, harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if I have any electric guitar in there, it's doing like ornamentals and it's doing like fun little accents and things in between the main guitar riffs. Uh, it's a pretty light sound. I'm not a very hard guy. Um, <laughs> no. Don't say that too loudly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, yeah, and then some light percussion in the background. It's like a ninety. It's a nineties alt rock band. Oh, I love God that. Damn it. That's fantastic. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh my god. Oh, so oh hey, uh, one more. If I can throw in mandolin, mandolin as Ooh. well. You may not. I love me a mandolin. Oh boy. Uh, guess that's it. <laughs> Just kidding. Not my movie soundtrack. That does not happen in my mind. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about, um, so you think you can belt. I know it's a, a oh. competition. Um, I haven't been able to go and vote or anything like that, but just let, yeah, tell us well, a little bit about it. the good news is you have two more months, hopefully, if I don't get voted off the island before that. Yeah. Um, no, so it's a singing competition at the West End uh, on 107th and Broadway, Manhattan okay. style. Um, it's a really awesome, cute little venue. Um, they do a ton of shows there weekly that aren't so you think you can belt. They do so much. There's drag shows. There's open mic nights. There's it's it's just an incredible venue with incredible musicians at it. Um, but yeah, this particular event is so you think you can belt. It's an auditioned show uh, competition. Uh, there is incentive for winning at the end of the two months or whenever it sums up. Um, every week there's a different category that we have to fulfill so like this week is a this is me song Hmm. next week is a um i think it's a summer song and the week after that is miscast and then there's like there's a a i think there's a jennifer holiday week like there's a bunch of different genres you fulfill and you're in the competition until you get voted off so it's kind of like an American Idol meets like Survivor. Yeah, okay. it's gonna get cray. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the people that are in it are really fantastic. Like Whoa. the other competitors are so talented. Um, and so yeah, honestly, it, it's just we go every Wednesday night. We sing what song we're supposed to sing. Sometimes there's two. There's like duet weeks too that they choose mm. for you and oh. they pair you up. And the judges are. Um, Chris Daly, uh, Natalie Weiss, and uh, Peter Dunn. I think I'm missing one. Oh, Sam Carner. <laughs> Duh. All right, oh Sam Carner. Oh. She almost forgot about you, Sam Carner. <laughs> no, I did not, Sam. She almost Sam, forgot Sam, about you. Sam, don't listen to them. Sam, don't listen to them. <laughs> Sam Carner of Carner and Gregor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Ah. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, and the the awesome thing is, it's hard to get feedback here in New York, especially as like a singer songwriter, musical theater voice. Um, and so it's a neat way. Every time we get up there and sing, they give us critiques or things to work on, and they're really valuable. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm getting up ne- this week. I'm I'm knock on wood. Don't quote me on this, but premiering an original song, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when I didn't know, I couldn't find a "This Is Me" song, so I was like, I'm gonna write it. 
Hey, <laughs> um, I mean, that's more you than most yeah. songs might ever be. <laughs> yeah, so. let's just hope it happens. <laughs> no, it will. Um, well, you got to sit down on the couch with a wine, a thing of rosé and make a kit. I mean, make a song with it, you know? <laughs> rosé, who do you think I am? I <laughs> Red wine. <laughs> no. I mean, have you, have you ever thought about just doing, you know, This Is Me from The Greatest Showman, mm. right? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So This Is Me, Belt, it just seems, it's not too on the nose. It's This fine. is going to be really <laughs> ironic, but This Is Me isn't me. <laughs> that's terrible. Wow. No, it's a beautiful <laughs> song, and some people can rock that. That's not, I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe it's the hipster in me. It's probably the hipster talking. Oh, um, not too cool. <laughs> not too cool. No, I can't sing. That's not true. Um, <laughs> I can't sing. That's what you just said. <laughs> yeah, listen to my music, y'all. I can't sing. Um, no, that's not true. Sorry. Um, but no, yeah, so it's going to be a blast. We're really excited about it. Tickets um, are between 8 and 10 bucks. It's a two-drink minimum. Drinks are cheap. Um, honestly, for getting to sit down and listen to some of the amazing performances you get to hear, so flipping worth it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So that's what I'm doing. Very, very cool. Now, yeah. I did notice that miscast was a category in there. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming that they're going to, that you're kind of going, I don't know, like, I'm a... Like I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some very fun stuff. Like the first thing I thought of when you said miscast was like Don Quixote or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, dream, yeah. I can give you a hint of what mine is. I've already chosen it. Ooh, what is it? Um, a hint, I guess. Just a hint. <laughs> cellophane, Mr. Cellophane, oh. should have been my name. Yeah. Um, I Chicago in there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm tossing a little bit of um. As a fun fact about me, I guess, is I did burlesque for a while in the city, and um, I want to use that in the competition. Yeah. So I think that that's the week I'm going to utilize that skill. Yeah. If it's a part of who you are, why not? It is, 100%. So, yeah, that's going to be my miscast cool. week. Very, very cool. Don't quote me on that in a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, in one week, we're going to quote on that. Um, well, I mean, this, the, uh, the um, we are recording this um, the Saturday before um, the This Is Me uh, section of uh, the, the thing. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Summer, so the summer song will be the next week. That's right. That's yeah. Very exciting. And that's an original song that week, too, that I'm very oh. excited about. Very, very cool. Yeah. You're doing a lot of original work for this. This is awesome. You know, I figure, I, I don't, in, I feel like I spent my first two years in the city n- doing other people's work that, or trying to make myself fit work. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I still mm-hmm. love to sing other artists in musical theater. Yeah. I, you know, there's so much incredible stuff in the canon, mm-hmm. um, especially like standalone songs. There's so much music in the city that's incredible. Um, but I, I was like, you know, I think it's time for me to, give it my all and put myself out there in a way that I don't get to do all the time. And why not use this opportunity to do that? Yeah. I feel like you can't, I mean, you can, but I feel like I couldn't go into a competition like this or even I sing at open mic nights all the time. I stop looking at it as, oh, I have to do a song instead looking at it as, okay, what, what can I do? What Mm -hmm. do I have? What will push me? Because at the end of the day, I'm running my own business. I'm running myself. Yeah. And if if I'm not going to be my best advocate, and if I'm not going to put out there what I want, then who's going to want what I'm putting out? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's an awesome way to look at it. Yeah, like, and I mean, that's not to poo-poo anything. I mean, I go through slumps. I go through times. I mean, it's by no means as easy as it sounds on pen and paper, no, you know? No. But it's, it's so worth it at the end of the day when you get up and do something that is... Vulnerable and interesting, and now you got me wondering how long do you usually spend like on on a song? How long do you think like from 
I need to write a song until I can probably perform this? Um, It really depends on the song itself. Um, I've had some songs at the turnarounds a week. I've had my cat song, as far as getting it published and ready to go, has been months, if not years. I mean, I wrote it years ago, and then I just picked it back up a couple months ago, Um, which is wild. Um, (laughs) But I think every song is a little different. And sometimes I write things I can't play or I can't sing yet that I love. And I'm like, this is rad. I'll get back to you. (laughs) 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 Um, So I'd say probably mm, a full song, um, two, three weeks, month, roughly. Cool. So a lot of other artists have a way faster turnaround. I'm just a snail. So (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I always get hung up when I revisit something I did the day before and I come back to it and I go, why did I ever think this was good? Oh, Um, no. Never do that. Hang on to all that stuff. Oh, oh, yeah, I keep it. I just usually end up starting over. So I've got like dozens of songs that are I've got a verse written and I came back and I went maybe I'll use that later I'm going to start over <laughs> well I would like to say that Josh wrote the theme to this podcast <gasps> that's true so, yes oh yes that's awesome and it, it took me ages <laughs> <laughs> you know what though I think that sitting down and working on something over and over and over and really getting it to a place that you're proud of is so special mm-hmm. you know because then when you like for example my cat song which it's, it sounds so silly, but I've listened to that song hundreds of times, played by other people, sang by other people. It's just mm-hmm. when you get it to a point where you're like, okay, you know, I can put this out there and this is, this is, this is my work. Mm-hmm. That is so special <laughs> and so, so cool. This is uh, possibly an educational moment then. Um, as someone who's dabbled in songwriting, I find that I tend to get stuck in that I can make like a hook or a refrain, a melody, like the hint of a melody, something like that, but I just don't know how to continue it. So uh, as an experienced songwriter now, someone who's completed many songs... Boy, that's taller. Do you have, um, <laughs> do you have tips, tricks for uh, the aspiring songwriter uh, oh, who might find themselves stuck uh, like I do sometimes? Uh, I mean, I know absolutely nothing. I'm going to preface that. <laughs> and if you disagree with everything I say, that's okay. You're still a brilliant artist. <laughs> um, but no, I um, I guess I, start, I always start out writing poetry. To me, mm. I'm, I'm a storyteller first. I'm actually a better storyteller, I think, than a musician. Um, so I always start out writing a poem. Um, and sometimes I find different poems. You should see my my phone. It's like, note, 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 a bunch of different little fragments of ideas, thoughts, poetry. And then sometimes I'll sit down and I'll have an idea for a tune and I'll go, man, have I written something that goes with this? This sounds like something I know. This sounds like a story that needs to happen. Um, and then when I hit that wall, I have two options. I either set it down and go, you know what, I'll get, I'll get back to this. Or I'll sit there and I'll go dig through more poetry and go, what am I really trying to do with this? And most of the time, since I work lyrically, I'll be able to fill in the music with the lyric. Um, but I'm also writing on, I'm writing with like bass chords. I'm not writing like complex lines on the piano. You know, I, I feel like as an arranger, that's a different skill set that I don't have yet. <laughs> um, I'm very much so like, okay, this is an F a C, <laughs> you know, um, which works for me right now. And then I normally hire people or work with incredible accompanists who have so much patience for me that I appreciate so much. Um, <laughs> And they'll fill in the rest for me with their brilliant music brains. Um, But yeah, you can either set it down and come back to it and then sit down at a time where you're feeling particularly inspired. I tend to write when I'm really emotional sometimes. Um, And if I have a song that I'm like, wow, that's I'm feeling a kind of way. Let me look at this again. Uh, And that tends to help me a lot. But I don't know. It depends on who you are and how you write. Some people write structurally. 
I don't. I tend to write about the message and about where I'm at and the feeling behind it. I mean, don't write your feelings. Like, do write your feelings, but don't. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a fine line <laughs> for me. So as a, a not, I, I'm, I, I have not dabbled in, like, writing music. I, I, I strayed away from that path long, long ago. Um, what do you mean by write your feelings, but don't write your feelings? Well, I guess I, I'm a huge fan of writing things that are close to home. I think that one of the most interesting powers we have as human beings is mm -hmm. telling our stories or, yeah. or talking about things that we all go through and telling somebody they're not alone through mm -hmm. a song. I think that, uh, that's in, right. it's really important to me. Um, so I guess when I say don't write your feelings, I don't like to get up there and go, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. Okay. I tend to like to get up, I tend to like to write lyrics that are like, hey, um, for example, um, I just get lost, lost away from who I want to be. Okay. Um, I, I tend to write lyrics that have the feeling behind them, whatever feeling you may interpret. I, I, I guess I don't want to telegraph your feelings for you. I want you to have a feeling about what I'm saying because yours is going to be slightly different than what mine is when I write it. And I think that's important. Got it. Okay. You know, I, I don't want to tell you how to feel. I want you to feel by listening to it. Great. So I'm not going to say you should feel this when you hear my song. I'm not going to, you know, mm. uh, I, I want there to be something bigger to take away than just a feeling because I think that there's a lot of different ways to cathart through music. Oh, totally, totally. Thank you. I just wanted to make yeah. sure I, I, I was understanding. Also, when I'm writing about. musical theater, I tend to stray away from being like, I feel, I feel, I feel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> obviously we all went to theater school. We all heard it over and over and over. Right. The, the I want song. The... <laughs> it really does help to be going somewhere, though, when you're writing. I mean, mm -hmm. if, if, and even if I have no idea where that is, <laughs> you know, right. I, I, I can know the beginning destination. I can know the end and have no idea how I'm going to get there. And there's there's something interesting in that. Yeah, you know, some most uh, one of my favorite songs that I've ever written, um, which is called "Me Again," um, is like based on a picture I saw, and based on an experience I had walking across the um, the a bridge and looking at the GWB. Mm. And it's nothing more than that, and what was happening in my life at the time. And still, it's some you would probably not know that by listening to it. Um, you take something else away from it. But right. I knew I was starting at I'm lost and at the end I need to be me again. That's yeah. all I knew. And then that was the song. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Very every cool. song's different. Every song every song is very different. Songs are like flowers. <laughs> except, <laughs> except for the songs that copy paste other songs like uh Viva La Vida, uh copy pasting that one indie artist apparently or Oh um, I heard that. Oh yeah, there was a lawsuit about it apparently or something like that. And then there was also uh um, ice, ice baby versus <laughs> queen. Uh, <laughs> I will say it's there's only so many chords on this planet. There are. <laughs> you know, there are. I, yeah, that, that that's something like especially if you're writing a simple or a, a structurally based song. Yeah, I I completely stop worrying. Like, does this sound like a different song? Because you I can't. yeah, if I'm sticking in a major key, there's no melody line I can write that has not been written by someone in the last five years, let alone in the last uh, hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. And, you know, your ear is so influenced by what you've heard before. Mm -hmm. Like, you you can't help but use notes, riffs, lines that you've heard in other places. Mm -hmm. Obviously, don't try to rewrite the song with different lyrics. <laughs> but, yeah. like, but, like, I the other, actually, just last night, I was working on a song with a friend, and it was like, Bug, Bug, are you okay? Wait, well, how do we know that? How do we know that? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Yeah, Are you okay? Okay, okay, okay? Yeah, like you know, you just like you write a riff. It's like you can't help it sometimes. Michael Jackson did that one already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. And then we're like, do we really want them to think Michael Jackson when they hear this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> of Always. All, of all the artists that you could think, that's one of the ones that's okay to be thinking. <laughs> um, I, I need to come into the conversation very quickly because we've been oh, talking yeah. for 30 minutes already. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, time always flies by, and we have to hit the plus 10 XP section. Um, basically, it's 10 minutes um, where um, your time is done. You're done geeking out. Um, basically, <laughs> <laughs> um, it basically becomes an open forum where if we want to ask you questions, yeah, basically, it's a moment where we can just like throw more questions your way and stuff like that if we want to um so i know that just generally speaking i could ask any like i I, i've 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 always been super interested in it um and i I just want to hear your input on it it's we we kind of just went into like uh writing in the major key um i love when you hear like musicians take like you know this song that you heard in the major key here's it in a minor key like when you hear jingle bells in a minor key or like Mm -hmm. the imperial march in a major key um so i guess the question is just like um what what do you normally find yourself like uh, tonally, how do your songs come out? Like, are you writing in a specific uh, keyframe or something like that? Or, like, how do you feel like your songs would change if they were transposed one way or the other? Oh, man, that's interesting. Um, honestly, I tend to write kind of atonal sometimes. Um, I, I like resolution, though, and mm. I, I, I try to use resolution and not resolution as a device okay. when I write. Um, if a song doesn't resolve, it's because it's not supposed to. And normally, lyrically, it makes sense that way. Um, honestly, I've never played with my keys going, like, writing a song in major and putting it in minor. That's, like, kind of fascinating. I think I have homework. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, don't, I, I tend to like things that are just a little weird. I, I knowing you, that makes a lot of sense. That's <laughs> so me. I tend to like things that are just a little weird but still kind of pretty. <laughs> that's, that's my my ear my brain i feel like that's also like on your bio <laughs> it's on my business card abby yeah. emmer a little weird a little but weird. still pretty <laughs> how about how about abby emmer finding the beautiful in the bizarre oh that's nice and that, that's like an actual good tag that is say, a good tag i think that might be a little too sophisticated for me uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh copyrighted here uh, i'll be expecting royalties no no that's no. amazing. <laughs> I pay you for that. Actually, no, I, I haven't. I'm no. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't charge you for it. It's all good. <laughs> so I've got a question. Do you have yeah. like a, a favorite instrument that you'll like accompany yourself with as you write? Because I've heard that a lot of times that will influence a song. Like if you write a song on the piano, it ends up having a different quality than if you had written the same song with the same chords but playing a guitar instead. Hundred percent. I write on my ukulele mostly. Um, I write some music on the piano. Um, most of my comedy songs, like my my musical theater comedy stuff, is all written on piano. Okay. Um, but I'll preface this: I'm a terrible piano player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better, um, but it's it's a process for me. So the ukulele was just something I could pick up a little faster. Plus, when I think of like my sound, I think uke. Um, I tend to write a lot of sad lyrics, mm. and for some reason, everything on a ukulele sounds happier. <laughs> um, oh, totally. Which is I I like working with that juxtaposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little weird, but still kind of pretty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the sound of like um, the ukulele. And there's, uh, I can't think of the, the artist's name right now, but it was that uh, rendition of Somewhere of the Rainbow on the ukulele. Israel um, Kamakwiwole. Thank you, yeah. yeah. So yeah. beautiful. It is beautiful. And there's, oh man, there's so many. Go on YouTube and go, do yourself a favor and go down the dark hole that is 
fantastic ukulele players. Mm -hmm. They're so stunning. (laughs) There's so much incredible, like, people that just, they they play it like a classical guitar. It's unreal. Mm. Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's a versatile instrument. It's easy to carry with you here in New York, Mm. which I like a lot. I take it on airplanes. I just went to Mexico and brought it with. You know, it's really, I'd never have to worry about it because I can just pop it on my back and move along. Yeah. Put my cat in the carrier, put the uke on the back. We're good to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, something I'd like to ask, actually, uh, apart from Gabriel Kahane, whom you geeked out about, uh, what are the top three artists, or who are the top three artists, I should ask, that you would recommend right now to the listeners? Oh, my word. Um, oh, my lanta. Oh, my lanta. Oh, God. Um, I guess... So everybody always judges me for this. I love Coldplay. <laughs> I just no do. judgment here. I think so much too. harsh judgment from here. I don't have I don't have Coldplay on my Spotify. <laughs> it sounds so dumb, but I there's something so ethereal about letting them be the soundtrack to like your trip, or like I, mm. I love to listen to music when I'm in motion. I think mm. that there's something. I mean, a lot of us do it, but like, especially when I'm on a train or on a plane or like something like that, I like to listen to the soundtrack. Another fantastic artist that I'm like falling in love with is Max. He's a pop artist. Oh, yeah. He just came out with that uh, single Still New York um, with Joey ba- Badass. I think that's his name. Don't quote me on that. Um, but um, yeah, he has a really great album um, where he's written a ton of beautiful music and his voice is stunning. Um, Max, other, like M-A-X? M-A-X, okay. yeah. He's really lovely. Um, and another artist I can recommend right away. Man, I'm listening to so many different things right now. Um, oh, my gosh. You're going to have to come back to me on that. <laughs> I have to think <laughs> yeah, about I'm, it. There's like 10 yeah. floating around in my head. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, three, just um, pluck three out of the air. Two is, two is I mean, two, yeah, two is great. Yeah, yes. no, no, those two are good to know. Um, oh, I mean, I can always suggest um, good old Ingrid Michaelson. Or, mm. um, oh man, there's a super incredible song that I'm so in love with right now. She's looking it up on her phone. I am. For it's those so of you that important. can't see. Uh, Rozzy. Listen to Rozzy right now. She has a song called Over You. She sings a ton of incredible stuff, but so fantastic. All right. That's two, two new artists that I need to look up, Max and Rozzy. Mm-hmm. Right, and I mean, you cool. can always listen to Sam Smith. You can always listen to Ed Sheeran. Wait. I don't know. There's a t- there's so many incredible artists out there. It's hard. They really are, <laughs> especially like in this age of like with SoundCloud and Spotify and oh, all yeah. these like ways that you can. Oh get man, stuff out I can give often. you a couple New York artists you got to listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this fantastic singer songwriter. Her name is Morgan Riley. She performs all over New York City. You have never heard riffs like you've heard come out of her mouth. She is stunningly brilliant at what she does. Um, she's coming out with, an I think it's an EP at the end of the summer. Uh, she already has an, an album out. She is one of the most fantastic artists that I get to see perform far too regularly, which I love. <laughs> um, I'm so like, like when she walks into the room, you just go, okay, I'm staying. Is it Morgan Riley? Morgan Riley is okay. her name. She's re- She performs all over the city. You can look her up on Instagram, Facebook, um, she has this YouTube video of her belting Defying Gravity that has like 24,000 hits. Hey, and it right. is so good. Um, yeah, I love her. Taylor Pearlstein's another person to look out for in New York here. She's a ukulele player as well. Um, she's working on a new show, I think. Um, I don't know where. I don't think it's New York based, but she's really fantastic. Um, and yeah, 
Yes. Cool. Yes. We have two new, awesome New York-based artists we can start mm-hmm. to look into. Strong, brilliant females. Strong. Support your female artists. Great. Of course, yeah. I mean, in a room of three men and one woman, yeah. You know, it's, it's a world. It's a world. I'm still hung up on that there was like a, a major musician who just goes by Max. Like, not with any weird spelling or anything. Like, I thought that would have been taken by now. Right? <laughs> like, uh, people come you up with, pe- people put so much effort into coming up with band names and coming up with, like, great stage names for themselves. And one yeah. guy is like, if I get rid of my last name, <laughs> no, just, no, no one, like, there's probably, I mean, there's probably hard rock bands called, like, To The Max or something lame like that. He's just like, no, I'm going to be Max. I bet he just <laughs> sat down on a couch one day and was like, you know, if it worked for Cher... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, like, but like Max, like Max, like it, 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 it's, it's all capitalized. If that helps, okay, I mean, that's something. I mean, that's that's a thing. But like, still, you would think that like like maximum is like such a common like, especially like rocking thing, like to the max kind of thing. Like he's just Max. Like I I I, I, I coming up just with the the title of this show. I spent days going <laughs> through the internet looking for things, and I still failed on some. Fronts because there is like there are other like geek XP GXP things. My acronym is different, so that's how I get away with it. <laughs> but still, like names are hard. They're like, so fucking hard, and he gets max. <laughs> yeah, like it's like if like someone needed to come up with a radio show name. It's like what if we just call it radio? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I bet no one else has taken it. You know I, what? Uh, we need Simple. to start a bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I think that it, I think it exists. I was walking down in Chelsea the other day, and there's literally this place called Wings and Bar, and I was like, "That is so specific," but I know exactly what you're about. Thank you. Right? <laughs> I was like, All right, doing the work for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, and there's a there's a bar called the Astorian, who's right off of the 30th Avenue stop. It's an awesome, awesome bar. But again, it's like we're in Astoria, and this is the first bar that thought to just call themselves the Astorian. <laughs> it's yep. so weird to think uh, about. Somebody had to have it. Uh, yes, clearly. And Yet here I am searching for Abby Immer on Facebook, and I can't just be regular Abby Immer because it already exists. I know, right? Same like, with like Instagram. <laughs> it's it, it's why I go by Peter the Geek now. My 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 cousin in Seattle, who was in Seattle, I have a cousin named Peter Hargarden as well, and and he's a guitar player. Oh and no! So I couldn't just be Peter Hargarden because of him. <laughs> you can't be you because somebody else already is. <laughs> That's what it if, says to me. if that isn't show business in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Somebody know beat is. you to the punch. <laughs> Somebody Let's get beat thinking, you. <laughs> Somebody beat you to you. Sorry about it. Um, Figure out a new brand for your name. Yep, right? Just cha- change your identity. There's <laughs> even a there's even a comedian called Peter from Wisconsin. Oh. I can't oh. win. Oh, that guy is hilarious, by the way. He's super <laughs> funny. He is so funny. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not. Highly recommend. But god damn it. I can't win. <laughs> That's amazing. It is really hard in the new day of like social media to like you're like okay this is who I am and you go on there and you're like okay my name is like for example I tried to do Adventures of Abby as my Instagram handle Mm -hmm. cute right I loved it and I go in and I'm like Adventures of Abby and they're like already taken and I'm like Abby Adventures already taken I'm like uh, Abby Immer, and they're like, yeah, you can't have that one. <laughs> uh, it's like, you come up with this brand, you're like, this is my brand, you do all this work, you find the name, mm-hmm. and then you go online, and you're like, I'm gonna get this domain. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go back to score one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. It's hard enough to be you, but then you have to like <laughs> claim you, and then you have to pay money to keep claiming I you. Know. So nobody else steals you. <laughs> it's like, 
a big complex. It's a big point of anxiety. It's it, it's a thing. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, it is you know it is what it is. Well, I mean. Honestly, uh, looking at the clock, we are pretty much at time for what we normally run for this show. So um, it's about time to, to call to an end. Mm. But I love music. I know. I love music <laughs> and I love talking about music. But at the end of the day, you know, I have a brand to maintain. <laughs> 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 he can't let anyone else claim that. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so again, we're going to really quickly sign off. Again, I am Peter the Geek. I am hashtag Kill Josh. I am the soup man, Stephen Campbell. And Abby Ammer. Of course. And thank you guys again for listening. We'll see you at the next level. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our show. If you liked Geek XP, help us out by becoming a contributor on our Patreon. We have bonus content, raffles, and more at patreon.com slash yourgeekxp. Geek XP is recorded live at Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Peter Hargard. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To connect with the geeks, follow us at Your Geek XP on Facebook and Twitter. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com. <laughs>